I am far from ordinary, never been afraid of what people consider scary. This is the Far From Ordinary Podcast. We back for another episode. This is episode five. Salute to everybody tuned in. Shout out to everybody who listened to episode four. I appreciate that. All the lo- Yo, real quick, shout out to everybody who tuned in to episode three and had that thing booming on the anchor charts. Had me up there in the top 20s, just chilling. I think I was like number 16. I was bouncing between number 15 and 18. You know what I'm saying? So salute to everybody who did made that possible for me, supporting and showing love. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm no longer up there. I'm not up there anymore. Um, other podcasts have dropped episodes recently. So, you know, now so they're causing a lot of traffic. So I'm no longer in there. But, yeah, man, keep going and listen to those episodes. If you haven't checked them out, download Anchor. You know what I mean? Type in Far From Ordinary Pod. And you can just follow me from there. And you can just catch the episodes as they drop. I'm also available for listens now on iTunes. So you can go check me out on there if you have an iTunes account or iPhone that may be more compatible compatible for you. Um, yeah, man, can continue to support, continue to share, like, and comment. Oh, yeah, and if you have an iPhone, um, you want to show some love to the podcast. I need all the subscribers I can get, so just type, just hit. You got a podcast icon, a podcast app, so you just hit the podcast app and you just type in "Fall for More and Every Pod." I'm gonna pop up. Subscribe. I need everybody out there to subscribe. The more subscribers I get, then you know I can get some some light out here. Maybe a sponsor or two might notice me, and then they might start dropping the bag. You know what I mean? So anything I can do to eat out here, I, I would love for y'all to help me make that possible. I'm just I'm just a little dingy nigga out here trying to create, you know, create a podcast. You know, just try to open up another lane. You know what I mean? That's all. I'm just trying to make it out here. So, you know what I'm saying? Continue to support and show love. Happy Thanksgiving. I know it's a day later, but happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, I hope everybody had a, uh, a blessed uh, holiday. I know I did. I enjoyed myself. I had good food. I was around good, beautiful people, good laughs, good vibes. Um, so that was dope. I hope all was the same for y'all. Um, and if you didn't get to spend time with your loved ones, um, I didn't get to spend time with all my immediate family. Um, so I felt a little way about that. But, you know what I'm saying, hopefully next year you get to spend time with your loved ones. Or rather yet, I hope the following holiday you get to do all that you want to do. With everybody who you want to do it with so um yeah salute to y'all uh yeah man oh real quick real just 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 real quick uh i put episode five up last night i did a late episode but i took it back down um just because it was some more segments I wanted to add to it. So I'm just I took it down and I'm just putting it back up. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who noticed that, yo, Cal, why you take it down or I heard this already. I took it down and I put it back up because I just wanted to add it a few more segments to make the episode a little bit longer. Um I told y'all if y'all work with me, you know, the more we do this, you know, I'm gonna get it together and I'm gonna start putting together more content and you know, in a more duration of time. I just be so excited to put stuff out there for the people sometimes that sometimes I do be in a rush. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to get it together and start putting it together, um, you know what I mean, more de- in, in, in better ways and put more content in these episodes for y'all. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, if you notice that, that's why 
Um, I'm dropping it again today. Just more content, more segments, more input, and all of that good, good. This is episode five from the fourth morning every podcast. Tune in. Yo, if you got the Anchor app, you can always call in. Um, if you catch me on air, um, you can call in. You can give a shout out. You can ask questions, give your input anything or you can just leave a comment it's as simple as that man i right? continue to rock with me continue to support let's get this motherfucking show started where do you see yourself five years from now remember that remember when you was a teenager and an adult actually where you see yourself five years from now what when's the last time you really brainstormed and ask yourself that question. I remember back in high school, we had this speaker come in. She was fine as hell, by the way. I wish I remembered her name. But um, she came in and she was speaking to us about our futures. And she asked us to pull out a piece of paper and a pencil. And we had to write in paragraph form where we seen ourselves five years from that current moment we was in. And... I remember being the only student that was really stuck with that because I had no clue on where I see myself. I didn't have a vision um, of where I see myself five years from then. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to be. Um, I really didn't even have a, a drive to, to do or be anything, to be honest. I wasn't really motivated or inspired. You know what I mean? School wasn't, high school wasn't motivating me to go to college because I hated high school so much. I, I just had these pre-assumptions that college is going to be worse, especially like the social aspect, you understand? So I just, I, I wasn't motivated or inspired to, to go to school to be a doctor or a lawyer or to play ball or be entertained. I just, I just didn't know what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. And I know that a lot of people out there struggle with that same thing, but I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think it's discussed enough because, you know, we don't give anybody any real solutions on how to come out of that dark place. That's a dark place to be in when, you know, you don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you want to be. And, you know, what I'm saying and it just seemed like some people who you around, some of your peers, they it just seemed like they've always known their, their purpose. They've always um, known and understood their calling. You know, some people just have, you know, some people go to school to be doctors because that's just they calling or it's in their family or they dad was a doctor or some people go enlist in the army. Whatever it is, whatever it is, it's not that easy for everybody. And I think the thing is with people who do struggle with finding themselves it's, it's us that's, you know, you notice that we the one that got always got a new nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Because we just trying to make something work. We trying to find something that we can do to be proud of and at, while at the same time making ends meet. You know what I'm saying? We want to be productive or, you you know, stay, it's, it's shit like that. It's shit like that that we go through or, you know, you, you find yourself just going to school for anything, something that you're not even not even necessarily passionate about. You just enlisting in school because everybody else around you is graduating and progressing in life. And it, it just seemed like their lives is better than yours because you ain't got nothing going on. So when people, you see people graduating and you see people got that raise or that promotion, you feel left out. 
you feel irrelevant to the world. You feel like you're not contributing. You're not progressing because everybody is moving forward and you at a standstill. You know, and that can be real discouraging. You know, that, that can be discouraging, that, that, that feeling of not being worth anything. You know, especially men, especially men, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, the, the economy, is, I believe, is just harder on the men. Um, it's hard on everybody, but it's harder on the men being as though we're supposed to be the leaders, the protectors, and the providers for our family, you know. not I'm not trying to dock that as an entire excuse, but it's, it, it, it plays a valid um, role in why things are the way they are. But I, I say that to say, the, the, you know, I, I find my, I, I'm 29, right? And I still find that I'm still, I still struggle with finding who I am. I don't know what I was put on this earth to do. It's not, that that picture is not as clear to me as it may be for somebody else. And I find that even as a grown man, as a, a man who has kids to raise, that I struggle with something like that and it's not as easy. And one of the things that I had to do to, to get out of that, that mindset or get out of that, get out of feeling like I don't matter is I had to discover myself. I had to discover myself. I had to learn myself. I had to find out my strengths. I had to find out my weaknesses, what I wasn't necessarily good at. I had to, I had to, I, you know, I had to learn to call myself out on my fuck shit too. A lot of us out here are wondering why we not getting the blessings we feel we entitled to. It's because we still got some shit with us. We still out here doing shit we ain't got no supposed to doing. We still out here acting in the old kind of way. And you wonder why, you know, there ain't no good energy around you. You understand? And that and that and that's why. I also I also find myself getting bitter too. I was real bitter towards other people's success, jealous of other people's progress because I wasn't progressing. Because I wasn't putting the work to make my future something. And meanwhile, all my friends is graduating from college. They're getting promotions at work. They seem so much farther than me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, all their family and their friends is in the comments telling them how proud they are of them and noticing the work they put in. And I wanted that feeling. I wanted somebody to be proud of me and notice how hard I worked. But at that, you know, at that time, I just wasn't. I, like I said, I didn't have no drive to be anything. I didn't have the motivation to be anything. I was just in this funk, you know what I'm saying, this bitter-ass, weak-ass funk I was in, you know what I'm saying? And it, it didn't get me nowhere. It didn't get me nowhere, and I had to say, you know what, dog, fuck this. All of this shit that people are doing, progressing without me and doing this, I'm going to just turn that into motivation to progress myself. And that that's why I started a podcast. I had to learn that, yo, like, yo, I'm really good at talking. I think I'm pretty good at talking, and I, I'm like, you know what? This may not work, but it's something to try. I'm just out here trying to try to do something. I'm trying to be creative because I spent so much of my time just talking shit, talking about what I will do or what I could do and not doing it. And now I'm out here doing something and it feels good. It feels good. You know what I'm saying? It's not, my podcast isn't a professional podcast. This is not something that's going to be number one on the iTunes charts. This is not something that if you mention it, somebody's going to know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? But I'm proud of it. It's something that I created. It's something that I did. It's something that I can put work in it and make it grow into something great. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, we, we have to find somewhere to start. 
We got to find somewhere to start. We all got the talent. We all got the intelligence to go and be something great, man. And no matter how much time has passed, if you feel like you can never get it right, if you feel like, damn, I, I fucked up too much. I blew one too many opportunities. I, I, I blew one too many second chances. It's never, ever, ever too late, dog. It's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late to be great. You know what I'm saying? It's never too late to put a five-year plan together and execute it, no matter where you are in your life. You understand? I don't care how far behind you feel or how it feels like everybody just miles ahead of you. Dog, you can't get too caught up in that. You can't get, because these people, people ain't that advanced out here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, but I mean, even if they are, you got to focus on your lane. You got to focus on your lane, focus on yourself, and focus on your own quality. And focus on how you can turn that into something, you know, with you being great. Let it turn it into motivation, turn it into inspiration, turn it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we, we all, we all, it's never too late for nobody. You understand? It's never too late for nobody. You know what I'm saying? So if you out there going through something similar to this, if you out there and you feel like, yo, you don't matter, um, yo, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't got no talent. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just not true. You know what I'm saying? That's not true. You just, like I said, you got to discover yourself. And that can take some time. Everybody's in a rush. Everybody wants shit overnight, so they feel like they ain't got time. You got time, dog. You just got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure it out, brainstorm, you know what I'm saying? And, and put something together, man. Put something together so you can go out here and be great. You understand? And you can, you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's, that's all it is, man. That's really all it is. I hope that, like, I don't even know why, like, I, I felt entitled to share that with y'all. I, that was just something that was on my mind. You understand? I, I want us all to be great out here. I want us all, you know what I'm saying, to, to have all the blessings that we're entitled to. You understand? We all gotta be great. We all gotta push the envelope. So let's go fucking be great, man. Hey, Far From Ordinary Pod, Positive Vibes here. I was just checking out a few of these segments. Uh, as I heard the ones that you were just talking about right now about the uh, where you see yourself in five years. I think I could relate to you a little bit what you were saying, that um, even till now, like I don't think I figured it out. But one thing I'm thankful for, I guess, is that Positive Vibes, that I've been on this journey for about five years, I realized I'm just going to let things happen now, knowing what I've experienced for the last five years and where I am now. But 100% when I was growing up, uh, I think it's similar. Like, I never had an idea. Like, I didn't know what to say. Uh, even after college, like, I didn't have 100%, all the different jobs, all the different experiences. And I think that's what makes us. Everybody goes through different experiences. Um, I, don't want, I don't like calling them mistakes as long as we, I guess, learn from them. And I like to believe that, you know, I'm, I'm a better person from them for sure. Yo, shout out to Positive Vibes Podcast. Thank you for calling in, bro. Appreciate the love and the feedback. Um, yeah, man, I, I agree with you hundred percent, man. I I was in the same boat. Um I, I didn't it took me a while to find my niche. And now that I've I believe that I found it, man, it's it's just something I can I can continue to, you know, 
build upon and make grow and it makes me feel good about myself that I'm actually doing something it may not be a big deal to everybody else but it makes me feel good and I think I'm on I'm on the right path and that's what I think anybody that's going through that situation mentally or you know what I'm saying if you're going through that I think that's the, that's the start for everybody you just got to find your niche Find something you're good at, man, and just keep pushing on it. That's all. But, yeah, bro, shout out to you. Salute to you for calling in and always supporting. I'll be always catching your comments. Yo, if y'all need some dope content, some positive content, please check out my bro from the Positive Vibes podcast, man. He has really, really, really dope content. I check it out every day. Make sure y'all do, too. Support. And I think he number four on the podcast charts by way of Anchor. I, th- I believe I think he number three or number four on the charts so make sure you give him that push and check him out leave your feedback and your comments and tell him Cal sent you you know what I'm saying we just trying to spread love out here you understand that's all we ain't trying to hog it all for ourselves but salute to you bro um shout out to Stoner Nation always got a salute y'all you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my niggas that's out there blunted. You got the paper planes or you got the you got the vape pen or the bong. Whatever you got to get high at your disposal. Salute to you. We all rocking out here. Stoner Nation. Put it in the air one time for the boy. If you waiting on the weed man right now, um, he told you he was going to pull up 20 minutes ago and it's been an hour. Hold your head. You understand? Don't call the cops on him just yet. Hold your head. He gonna come through. He probably just had to take the long way to get to you. Salute. Salute to the weed men out there. You know what? While we on the subject, I might as well just get this off my chest. Something that's been, you know, rattling my spirit lately. I don't believe that the weed man should have a regular life. I don't I don't agree with that. It, it don't sit right with me. You motherfuckers out here got families and taking care of your moms. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. Y'all got one job. Your only job is to bag up that fire and 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 have it at my disposal when I call you. That's it. You you supposed to just have it ready for me when I call you and pull up when I need you to. That's it. You motherfuckers is out here shopping at Target. I seen one of my weed men, he and he was participating in a gender reveal party. Nigga ain't even having a baby. This this shit like this, I don't agree with. You niggas is out here wildin'. Y'all ain't supposed to be out here shopping at the mall. Order offline. Order offline. You, you, you it might take a order offline. I know you want to get out the house, but you chose this life. I'm I don't I don't I don't make the rules. I just spread the word. You know what I'm saying? I just spreading the word like a good citizen should. The weed men in my heart should not have a regular life. When you commit to being a salesman of the herbal essence product, you are a thousand percent committed to the job. You sign your name in blood. You can't quit. That's just it. You know what I'm saying? And you motherfuckers is out here just doing whatever y'all want. Y'all pulling up whenever y'all want to. You understand? I don't appreciate it. We we got to get back in the swing of things. Because you motherfuckers think y'all rock stars now. Y'all not rock stars. We salute y'all. I mean, y'all, 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 y'all do a large, large part for the community. But at the end of the day, we got we to gotta get back to phase one, man. I'm going to need you niggas to be available when we call. Because I, you know what I'm saying? Because if I call you and you tell me you at church with your grandmother, I'm I'm not waiting an hour. I'm pulling up. 
I'm pulling up and you're going to have to slide the sack behind you on a sneak tip, on a loto, and behind me, I'll be in a pew right behind you and then I can just slide out. You understand? Definitely pulling up to church for my sack. So I said all that to say, shout out to all the weed men out there trying to make it happen. We love y'all. We salute y'all. Y'all all must be honored, all right? Keep tuning in. This is the Fall From Ordinary Podcast. Yeah, man, blaze that shit up for me, man. Power to the people. We back to do maintenance. We still rocking out here. Um, I go by the name of Cal, by the way, if you don't already know. I wanted to touch on this Centoya Brown story real quick. Um, a story that seems to be reemerging itself in, in the media. I don't know if any of you are familiar with this young lady. Um, well, she's not young anymore. But, um... Yeah, man, back in 2004, she was convicted of first-degree murder, first-degree felony murder, and I believe, uh, I don't have my notes in front of me right now, but I believe it was aggravated robbery, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, basically, Centoya, she was, um, she was a runaway. She was a runaway at the time, which, and when she was, at which she was in 2004, she was 16 years old. She ran away from home and ran into some people in the street in which she got involved with, um, a prostitution. Um, she was, I, I believe she was forced to be a part of a, a prostitution ring where she was abused daily. She was raped, um, she was forced to to take drugs and alcohol, um, well, don't quote me on that last part. I don't know if she was forced to take drugs or alcohol or that's something she was doing willingly to suppress what she was going through. But um, basically, she was convicted of murder. Um, she murdered someone who she felt was trying to, I don't know, harm her or rape her. Or um, It's said that um, she met with a guy, um, a client. Somebody who's going to pay for sex and they went back to their place and, you know, it's, it's said that Centoya, um, she was resisting all his sexual advances that he was making towards her. And it looks to her that he was reaching under his mattress um, to do some harm to her. Maybe she thought that maybe he was reaching for a weapon and she reacted by pulling out her gun and shooting him to death. Um yeah, um, yeah, and she was convicted. The prosecutors say um, the reason why, uh, if you're hearing this, why she was convicted of murder, it, it may seem like self-defense to you, but the reason why she was convicted because it's uh, the prosecutors argued that it wasn't self-defense because Centoya took the man's uh, wallet after she killed him. She took his wallet and she fled the scene, and I guess that gave the impression that it was somehow... Uh, it wasn't it wasn't like a victim in a, in a situation to where her life was at danger. They didn't look at it like that. All because she took this man wallet, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm going to just come off right the back and say I don't think that justifies anything. I don't think just because she took that man's wallet or whatever she did after the fact that that should negate everything that happened before. You know, now this and then it said that Centoya won't be eligible for parole until the age of 69. And I just think that's some fucked up shit. She's serving life, a life sentence with an additional eight years. You understand? That's that's crazy, right? 
What was the one? How many white girls are sex slaves, sex victims? They're gone from their homes for months and years at a time. Let one of these precious white girls kill their their captor or the, the person who was enslaving them or forcing them, raping them, abusing them. Let this happen to one of these white girls. It'll be 17 Lifetime movies. They would have gave her a Lifetime uh, Achievement Award. We, we wouldn't, it'd be all over the news. It'd be the most heartfelt story in the world. But because this woman is black, minority, whatever, she ain't one of them. I guarantee you, if you put this same story, apply this same uh, resume to uh, a woman of that's not of color. One of y'all precious Haley's or one of y'all precious Elizabeth's. One of y'all precious uh, high school valedictorians. Let this happen to one of them and y'all will be, y'all will, it, it, again, another monumental remembrance. This just goes to show how fucked up the world is, man. This this woman has been through unimaginable things, as is. And to, to see this as her fate is ridiculous. And I'm glad that this story is reemerging. I'm seeing people on Twitter, celebrities like Rihanna, um, Kim Kardashian is bringing more light to the story. I, I, I'm really glad. Uh, I, I'm, I like what I'm seeing. I'm glad that her story is reemerging. So, because this again, this happened in 2004. You know, what I'm saying so now it's bringing new light. Is 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 bringing new awareness. Um, I really pray that this leads to a new trial for this young sister. I hope because this 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 is ridiculous, man. It's crazy, and this really bothered me. Um, it's just it, it's just you know, you know what I mean. Women, they, they go through enough as is. They got to get sexually harassed at work. They're getting sexually harassed online. They can't even, women can't even defend themselves. It's to the point where women can't defend themselves, especially black women. Black women aren't allowed to defend themselves. Black women can't just snap out and go crazy for their life's sake. For their life's sake. It's like we can't, we're not sub, subjected to that, but everybody else everybody else is and i hate when shit like this happens you know these prosecutors and these motherfuckers they act like it can't ever be them it can't ever be their wife or their sister or their daughter you understand it, it can't never be them they can't never think like yo if this was me what would i have done this woman thought that after being raped damn near all her life she was 16 and look, I'm not saying that this girl was like a perfect angel at that age. And considering all what she'd been through, she probably was a little fucked up in the head. Wouldn't we all? But that doesn't mean she's a cold-blooded murderer. That doesn't mean that she wasn't defending herself. That doesn't mean maybe she took the wallet and she, I don't know. You don't know what you're going to do in certain situations. She probably did it because she panicked. She probably took the wallet and had money in there and she probably had to get it back to her pimp. Nobody's looking at that. Y'all know how it is. Woman don't come back with the bread. Y'all know what it is. That could have been a reason. But I don't feel like her doing that warrants life sentence and her convicted as a murderer. She's not a murderer. She was protecting herself. And that's to the point where it's that women can't even protect themselves from sexual predators without facing jail or repercussion themselves. So what is it like? Do you just let the motherfuckers rape you? 
Because if I try to defend myself and I and to go too far in killing this motherfucker before he end up killing me, my life can be over. My life is at risk for being, you know, I'm at risk for going to jail for the rest of my life. Because on one hand, this motherfucker can take my life or take whatever he want from me if I don't do nothing. If I do do something, then and that goes too far and he's on a, and the whoever's trying to harm me is on a losing end, then I end up losing. This is this is what we living at. This is this is the point of time we at. Like I said, I'm glad that this is getting more light. I'm uh, shout out to all the celebrities that's been reading this and you know and, and bringing more attention to it over these last couple of days. I really hope that this leads to a new trial. Um, I don't know what Centoria's situation is or what's going on with her lawyers or I don't know if she's able to appeal. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know if she's already tried and she's out of appeals. Um, that's a fucked up the whole thing too, but that's a, a topic for another day. But, um, I don't know what her situation is. I'm going to keep uh, following up on it. But, um, yeah, man, justice for the sister Centoria Brown, man. This is, this, this really touched my heart. Um, there's no reason why this woman should still be in jail. She should have never been in jail. What we should have been doing is helping this woman, this girl mentally. That's what we should have been doing. Somebody should have been trying to make sure she, after all this happened that she had a, a peace of mind. You understand? But that's just what they do. They don't give a fuck about us. You know what I'm saying? They 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 see us do something. They don't even care if it's the whole story, the whole truth. They just they they think we did something. We did it, and that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Justice for Centoria Brown. Um. I would encourage everybody to continue to follow up on it. If you haven't heard about it, there's documentaries. I believe there was a documentary that came out that I watched. Like, it was years ago. Y'all can look that up and check it out and get more information on the case and the story about Centoria. Um, yeah, man, pray for the young sister. Salute to her. We pray that she hold her head. And we pray that um, we're going to just pray that God get the glory out of this one, man. Justice for Centoria. So look, I know I was just talking about the um the 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 Centoria uh Brown situation and um yeah if you caught that I mean we, listen man we all we see the, the shit that's going on with Meek Mills um it's just it's just you know we listen man we all know the system is fucked up we we all know that we had an unfair advantage with these white people. Um, well, damn near everybody. It ain't even just white people. They got us below damn near everybody. So it's a disadvantage. And you know what I mean? It, it's not all our fault. It's not all our fault, but we do contribute to that disadvantage. And let me explain what I mean. You know, when a cop kills one of us, you know, in a, you know, if, if, if a cop is too aggressive with us, you know, we, we quick to, we quick to shut the internet down for that. We quick to flood the streets for that. But when we kill one another, we, we quick to shoot each other over the pettiest reasons. We rob each other for the pettiest. Niggas is robbing each other for taking each other's lives for, for pennies, man. We can't be out here doing that and then ready to jump the fence on the white motherfuckers when they gun us down. It, it, I mean, that's, that's, we hypocrites. We hypocrites. You know, we gotta, this is a flawed system. That, that, and we gotta fix it from the inside. You know what I'm saying? We gotta fix it because we, 
we 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 not together, yo. We don't have no type of collective spirituality where people want to add to that collective and come together and make our culture bigger and better than everybody else. We don't never want to put each other first and then we, we, we too against each other. We too petty. We too against each other. You know what I'm saying? We, we, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it, man. It's just like, and it's just like, we too, black people, we, we are too marginalized and too oppressed as a whole, as a people, to be killing each other and robbing each other and belittling each other and, and just bashing each other and doubting each other and, and telling each other, you know, it's just all this little nitpicking I see that go on with between our people. It's, it's just fucking sad. And we can't afford to be that way. We can't afford to be that way. Not in this day and age. Not with that motherfucker in office. And not with the people to come after him. We can't afford that shit. You understand? They are trying to get our black asses. Not just out there. They trying to get us off the face of the earth. Because if it was a matter of just them getting us, of them getting us out their face, they would have just sent us back to Africa if it was just like that. You know how they say, oh, let's go back to Africa. Yeah, the fuck right. Yeah, the fuck right. We wish we could go back over there. They trying to take us the fuck off. the. They trying to erase our history. They done stole all our history. So we don't even know what history is really ours. They done stole everything that's ours. They trying to wipe us off the face of the earth as if we never fucking existed. And we helping them. We helping them. We helping. They ain't even got to do nothing. They they could just kick back with their feet up and let us do the job in which they intended. And that was just getting rid of each other. We got to wake the fuck up. We got to realize that these motherfuckers want us to do that. We got to contribute to the collective. You know what I'm saying? And we got to start putting ourselves first, man. All the black kings, all the black queens out there. That's why I said if you know anybody out there that's trying to start something on their own merit, let me know so I can shout them out. That needs to be acknowledged. We don't support each other. We don't support each other whatsoever. We too oppressed as a people not to be supporting each other every little chance we get. We too oppressed as a people to be shooting each other in the fucking head over, 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 over a block, over, over a flag, over a girl. Over a look. Over a fucking song. Both of you niggas can't rap. Y'all both ass and y'all about to shoot it out in the street. Come on, man. Come on. Like this is shit like that that's going on. And we just gotta wake the fuck up, man. We gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta shift the tide somehow because this shit been going on for too long. Um yeah, man, we, we, we just, in this, in this day and age, in this critical time we in, and the, and how rapid the world is changing, black kings and queens, we, we can't afford not to be together. You know what I'm saying? We, we, they trying to get us the fuck up out of here, and we can't, we just can't let them do that to us. You know? We have another sexual allegation segment, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen. We got another nasty motherfucker to confront. Louis C.K., you you bring your nasty ass on down here. That's right. Uh, somebody make way for him. Bria, bring your nasty ass on down here because you out here wilding too. You out here wilding too, and we going to confront your nasty ass today. Yes, yeah, have a seat. 
Now, I don't know if y'all know who Louis C.K. is, but he's a very well-known stand-up comedian. Very well-accomplished, very well-known. I think he even got a TV show or two. I'm not sure. Maybe been in a movie or two. But, um, yeah, that's the, that's his background for the most part, I believe. And uh, he's been accused. Five women have came out the woodworks and accused Louis C.K. of pulling his dick out and masturbating in front of them. Now, Louis C.K. admitted to these disgusting actions. You nasty motherfucker. He said that basically he didn't think it was a problem what he was doing because of who he was, the celebrity he was, and that he didn't feel it was inappropriate because the women wasn't necessarily telling him to stop or put his dick away or, you know, whatever, whatever. So he just felt like that was somewhat of some kind of kind of consent to keep going and flicking his little Vienna sausage in front of these interns. By the way, I don't even know if these are interns. I don't know if these women work for him. I don't know if they're groupies. Um, I don't know. I don't know who what, I don't know what title these women have. But nevertheless, Louis, you just a dirty man. You just a dirty dirty man you know good and goddamn well you don't pull your dick out in front of a fully clothed woman and just start beating your dick off you never pull your dick out in front of a fully clothed woman and just start jerking off that is not a green light sir you just a dirty, nasty man. You are a nasty motherfucker. I don't like your beard. I don't like your sideburns. Your eyebrows look pedophilish. You just, you just a foul motherfucker. And you know what else, Louie? You didn't even have the decency to apologize to these young women. You didn't even have the you didn't you didn't have the decency to to admit your wrongdoing. You just you all you know what you did. You know what you did? You just thought because I'm Louis C.K., I'm a funny motherfucker, I'm selling out these these comedy shows, I'm lit out here, what, who gonna check me? And you just out here city to city pulling out your little pink dick and beating it off for these groupies out here. You know what, Louis? You just, uh, you just, you just disgust me. You just, matter of fact, you can stand up because I don't even want you sitting in my, you, you just don't even look like you wash your hands. Matter of fact, Louis, for the duration of this segment, I want you to go stand your nasty ass over there right by Larry McNasty. Both of you dirty motherfuckers is going to burn. You out here jerking your dick off in front of these women, these scared and frightened interns out here trying to get their foot in the door and become something. And you pulling your little pink dick out for them for display. And Larry out here fingering our precious Olympic gold medalist. You know what, Louis? You, you, you got to go too. You got to go to use a nasty, nasty man. You look like Luigi. I don't trust you. I believe everything that these ladies said about you. You just look like a disgusting man. With that being said, these motherfuckers must burn. I have no sympathy. Louis, you gonna go down for this shit. I love when white people get in trouble. I will keep saying it every chance I get. You know what I'm like? You know how like when your mom's is about to beat your brother and she lets you have the honors of going to go get the belt and then you just skipping upstairs and you cheesing because you about to enjoy the show. That's what I am. That's how I am when you white motherfuckers get in trouble. I love it. You know why? Because we be getting in trouble for shit we ain't even do. So I love when y'all get in trouble for all the nasty fuck shit y'all be doing. I hope you go down. I hope you don't get another show, you dirty, dirty.
dirty man. Louis, get the fuck up out of my sight. Jerking off. Shout out to everybody still tuned in and listening. I appreciate all y'all. Um, yeah, don't forget to leave your comments and feedback. I appreciate it. I'm open to all criticism, so salute to y'all. Uh, yo, what y'all watching on TV? Um, I'm I'm a really I'm really picky with TV. You know, I be watching like you know the ID channel. You know, Sports Center. I just got caught up to How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I just finished Narcos, um, Stranger Things. Um, somebody, somebody was trying to get me to get into Empire. Listen, man, Empire is not for me. It's too much going on in Empire. And, and, and you know, to be honest, it's no shade to Taraji because she's a black queen. And, you know, no shade to her. But I, I just can't get down with that Terrence Howard cat. I can't get down with him. I don't, I don't know what it is about him. He just looks like he sucks his thumb at night and, 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 and plays footsies with himself to go to sleep. I just don't, he just gives me a weird vibe. I just strongly feels like he uses herbal essence products when he showers. It, it, he just gives me a weird vibe. I, I can't fuck with that show, Empire. Um, I don't like shows like that. I don't watch Star. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't watch that shit. You know, what I mean, I like, I, I, I fuck with Game of Thrones heavy. Um, I'm a Game of Thronian, or whatever the fuck they call us. I fuck with that show heavy. Um, oh, oh, you know, you know what show I'm into right now? The Punisher. On the Punisher is, is probably like the best show out right now. Um, Netflix, y'all heeded my warning. Drop that Luke Cage second season. I'm saying niggas is getting impatient out here. Um, yeah, man. I don't, I don't, ain't too many shows that I'm into. It ain't too many shows that I'm into. Um, I just feel like a lot of these shows are overhyped. Uh, I, I liked Ozark. I don't know if y'all caught that with uh, Jason Bateman. That was a good show. I fuck with Ozark a lot. Um, I heard that they just signed up for the second and third season. So those are supposed to be coming to us. So I'm looking forward to that. That was a really good show. Um, you know what the best TV show is right now? Shout out to the writers of This Is Us. It's, it, listen, man, that's, the, that's hands down the best show on TV right now. Shout out to the writers. Um, of, shout out to NBC for airing a show like that and just letting that show be what it is. You know, understand? Because a lot of a lot of these 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 channels can get you know they try to filter show TV shows and the message don't really come across right. I don't know if y'all caught this is us on NBC or y'all aware of it, but if you are, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's a it's an incredible show. Y'all gotta check it out. Um, yeah, man, that show is dope, man. Um, I'm, I'm definitely tuned into that. Yeah, man, if y'all got some shows that y'all suggest or some movies or whatever, you know, I mean, you can leave me in the comments. Let me know. I might check it out. You know what I'm saying? Just don't just don't direct me to nothing trash because I, I wouldn't do that to y'all. I would never do that to y'all. Um, yeah, man, shout out. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What other TV there really is right now? What other shows? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm in, I'm been watching Dragon Ball Super. I just watched the uh the episode that just dropped the other day. Yes, I am a hardcore 
anime fanatic dbz goku is the goat y'all got me fucked up if you think otherwise you know what i'm saying so i fuck with that i fuck with anime um, if you got any anime joints that you want to recommend that I ain't on yet, you know what I'm saying? Because I only watch a few of them. You can suggest some to me. Um, yeah, man. I, pretty much everything on TV is trash anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't watch reality TV. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch the real housewives of wherever the fuck they at. Um, it's like 17 loving hip hops now. It's just, you know, this is call it what it is, man. TV today is just, well, TV is trash. <laughs> Yo, man, let me wrap this shit up. I'm high as a giraffe's ass, man. I'm about to fall over. Yo, man, this is the Fall From Ordinary Podcast, episode five. Shout out to all the listeners who tuned in. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to everybody who've been listening to um, episodes one through four. Go continue to bump them. Um, yeah, if you if you if you if you can't hear the podcast because I put the link out there and you clicked on it and you couldn't hear it, I would suggest that you just download Anchor out the Play Store. Um, once you do, you just type in Fall From Ordinary Pod. I'm a pop up, and you can just follow me from there. And then you can just catch the episodes as they drop. You can catch me on iTunes as well. I'm on there now, so you can type in Fall From Ordinary Pod. I'll be on there too. If you have an iPhone, you most likely have the uh, podcast app. That's that pink, uh, pink, purple. Uh, it's the purple application. You know what I'm saying? It's on your phones. So you just click on that and you can search me up on there and support me and give your feedback. You can like and share and comment and get me popping out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate all the love. Shout out to Anchor on the platform for small podcasters that's trying to get their name out there. Salute to them. Shout out to all my fellow podcasters on Anchor. Um, thanks to all y'all, you know, all y'all who've been shouting me out and following and listening. Um, giving me advice i appreciate it all um when y'all go back in the show when y'all hear the ones i saluted make sure y'all go check them out as well all my other fellow podcasters go show them some love and um yeah man uh yo it's friday night so please everybody if you're hitting the streets be careful be safe um but also have fun take a shot for the boy matter of fact take two you can take two shots of me, only if you can afford it. I'm not trying to break nobody's pockets out here. And, um, yeah, man, that's it. This is the Fall From Ordinary Podcast. I go by the name of Cal. If you're the strongest one in your circle, I highly suggest you get a new one. Peace and love. Ah!